0: Spoiler alert, this episode contains spoilers for season one of Glee. You're listening to Jack Loves TV. I'm Jack Kelly, and each week I sit down with one of my friends and discuss one of our favorite TV shows. This week I'm joined by my dear friend, Casey Hendricks, and we're discussing season one of Glee. Hi, Casey. Hi. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited.
0: Yeah. So, I, so when I'm looking for guests, I will post on my Facebook, hey, friends, Anybody interested in talking about this season of this show? In case he was the first one to comment, all (laughs) caps me. I'm interested. Mm -hmm. And I've been waiting. It's
1: (laughs) for this specific show. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I feel like I've, I've, I know that I have mentioned this show multiple times over the course of this podcast and how much of a trash fire it is.
1: An amazing trash fire.
0: It's an amazing trash fire. I'm warmed by the fire. (laughs) (laughs) I love watching it burn, and I will be there forever for it. Mm -hmm. And I think one thing I love about this show is how quickly people want to tear it down, but the people who tear it down the best are the people who love the show.
1: Mm -hmm. 100%. It's like the biggest Glee fans are also the biggest haters, but it's like out of a weird love, yeah I like I love it so much that I'm gonna criticize it so hard, and it's fine,
0: yeah like this show could be so much better, <laughs> yeah it could be so much better than what it is, <laughs> but it is what it is, and that's this is the world we live in, yep, and it it was the show that introduced me to being disappointed with ryan Murphy shows
1: <laughs> thank you, yes <laughs> thank you they'll
0: they'll never give you exactly what you want, no. In a very disappointing sort of way.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: Because you have shows that will not give you what you want, but because they're like, we have a better plan, you're like, cool, cool. I'm with you, show. I'm here for this. But Glee is one of those shows where they just keep falling short of where it should be.
1: 100%. It's just... 100%. It has its good moments, uh, though. It really does. It has its great moments, but then... Surrounded by really horrible, yeah, misguided things, <laughs>
0: yeah, like it'll have like a really great B story, but the A story and C story in an episode are just terrible. <laughs> it's so rare that there's like a genuinely good and like the whole episode is good fair it is very hard- like I can't even name an episode where I'm like, yes, that episode in its entirety was good.
1: Fair. I don't, I mean, there are certain episodes I really love, though.
0: Yeah. I mean, absolutely. But it's not like there's scenes where I'm like, okay, we can skip through this. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I don't need sure. to watch this. Absolutely. I don't need to watch this scene. Absolutely. This character is nuts, and I don't need to see this again. But I love this trash fire. Uh, Casey, uh, what, you work at entertainment. I do. Yeah. And you work on the show that I was actually just watching I before know. you came over. It
1: was so fun. I walked right in. It was on the TV. Yeah.
0: So, Casey works on Grace and Frankie, mm-hmm. and what do you do on the show?
1: Well, for the past two seasons, I was in the production office, production secretary, but this current season that we're filming now, I'm moved over to the post team, so I'm the post coordinator now.
0: Exciting.
1: Yeah, it's a big change, so I'm trying to just catch up, basically, but yeah, yeah it's really exciting.
0: Yeah, it's it's amazing. I. I am honestly, I'm surprised at how many friends I have that work in post production.
1: Yes, no, same. Like all of my friends do. And then I'm like, maybe I should know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm like, oh, is that, is that where it's at? Like, is that,
1: I guess I, I don't, it's,
0: it's wild. Like, I, I, I was hanging out with people yesterday and I found out that a number of them were also in post production. I'm like, how
1: did I not know this? No, it's, it's, it's a thing. It's wild. It is, but. It's good. I like it so far. I've only had one week of being in post currently. So <laughs> so we'll see. We're, yeah, we're working on it. But
0: yeah, I, I just started watching the most recent season of Grace and Frankie. I've just been trying to keep up with all the things. And then mm-hmm. Netflix drops entire seasons of things. And I love Grace and Frankie. Same. And I mean, I have my another show where I have my criticisms of it. But, of course. You, you know. can't
1: watch a show without you know constructive criticism.
0: Right, right. Except for Schitt's Creek, I have no... Oh, that's fair, yeah. I have that's no That's an
1: absolutely perfect show. <laughs> I, no I 100% <laughs> agree. I started watching that show because of you. Yeah. I think everybody has. Yes. <laughs> that's accurate.
0: <laughs> I have so many people that are like, I started watching that show because of you. And I'm like, good. Yeah. Good. I ideally... My ideal job would either be writing for TV or just becoming a TV tastemaker where I just yes. yell at people. Uh what shows that they should be watching. So basically, this, but I get paid for it.
1: Yeah, nope, you'd be perfect for that, right? Mm-hmm.
0: And I dominate you. I can be very, sub- I can be very objective, and almost like a Netflix recommendation tool.
1: Exactly, like a real live one. I'm like,
0: well, what what kind of shows do you like watching? And they're like, oh, I like this, I like this. I'm like, oh, you, well, you would actually like this show.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's perfect.
0: Yeah, it's wild. It's it's turned into a a bit of a a bit of a a skill.
1: It's a great skill. I'm going to come to you for all of my recommendations.
0: You should. You should. I watch a lot of shows that I don't even, that I haven't even talked about on this podcast because I'm like, I don't know if other people even watch this show. Someone does. This is true. This is true. true. I have been surprised before. So who knows? I was surprised that I had, you weren't the only one. I had a number of friends that were willing to admit that they watched Glee. I know.
1: It was amazing that Facebook thread. I was yeah. Like, yes. Not only
0: people willing to admit that they watched Glee, but willing to come on a podcast and admit they I'm watched so Glee. So willing.
1: I will be so willing to talk about Glee for the rest of my life.
0: It's it's just it's just one of those shows that you like even even when it was airing, you almost had to like have this like quiet like yeah, and I watch Glee, and people were like, "Oh, oh I whoa. was not quiet about it." Oh, I mean, I wasn't <laughs> either. But there were certain people where I would oh, yeah. feel really weird about saying it. And now I'm like, yeah, I watched Glee.
1: Well, it's funny because it ha- it's like a, like when it was airing seasons one through three, it was like a different feel. I feel like talking about it than when it got bad. It's like people were like still hesitant about it but like excited because it was kind of good and okay but then when it got really bad everyone was like oh yeah no that show just died yeah so bad yeah
0: as I say I watched that show till it died and then I watched the last three seasons (laughs) so real so real it's so real it's so real so other than Glee what other shows do you watch
1: um A lot of comedies lately, I feel like. Like Superstore, The Good Place. I love love Superstore.
0: Superstore is very underrated.
1: It so is. Like, I can't tell if people are watching it or not, but, like, everybody should be.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm the same way. I was so excited when I found out that one of my friends was, like, a huge Superstore fan, and I had him on, my friend Kevin, and, like, I am constantly surprised that that show keeps getting renewed Yes, because I never hear anybody talking about no, it. No,
1: but it's just so good. It's like everything we need in the world right now is that show. It's it's very, very <laughs> funny. It's so amazing. Uh, what else do I watch? I I watch a lot of the CW superhero shows, which I hate admitting. It's kind of like how you were saying people didn't like to admit that they watched Glee, and I'm like, yeah, I watched Supergirl and like <laughs> i got some friends who are
0: big <laughs> supergirl fans well
1: it's i'm kind of like dying off the train like season 2 was its best and now i'm like this is really like a dumpster fire but i kind of need to know what's going on still cuz it's like real like close to my heart <laughs> yeah i
0: i feel that yeah i feel that i mean i jumped on the 911 bandwagon which was a mistake.
1: Yeah, I have not checked that out yet.
0: Uh, it's it's I signed myself up for another Ryan Murphy show.
1: Don't do it. <laughs> do not do it. He's not
0: the showrunner, but the showrunner is from Ryan Murphy's like coven of writers. So it's like okay, yeah, this is only gonna go downhill, and I'm yes. not gonna get what I want. Nope, never. Uh, is there anything you're looking forward to watching in 2019?
1: You know what. I saw the pilot of this show. I think it's called The Other Two.
0: Yeah. On
1: Comedy Central. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yes,
0: I haven't seen the pilot for it, but I've seen I've seen trailers for I it.
1: I watched the pilot and it's honestly hilarious. Oh good. It's so funny. It's a this show that's about the siblings of this like basically Justin Bieber type character, like this kid who got famous off of the internet. And it's like, but it's so funny because that kid's like a background character. Like he's the catalyst for the show, but it's all about his two older siblings who like are like losing their jobs and just like have no money as they see their kid brother rise to fame and like their life's a hot mess. And it's amazing.
0: (laughs) I really love Drew Tarver. Mm -hmm. who's the lead actor Mm -hmm. in that he's very funny. And I know him from back when I interned at the Groundlings, oh, cool. back in 2011. Nice. So it's it's really cool to see him have a show.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. I'm so yeah. yeah. I'm I'm definitely ready for that show. I can't wait to watch that. Yeah,
0: I'll watch. I I still have to watch the pilot for that, but I'm also having to catch up on a thousand things right now because mm-hmm. Grace and Frankie and Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, the final. Oh, I forgot. Se- <laughs> half I forgot season just dropped. <laughs> I'm ready for that show to just be over. To <laughs> be entirely honest.
1: That show was another one where it was really good in its prime, and then it kind of just—I feel like personally, oh yeah—went real downhill.
0: Oh, agreed. And I think part <laughs> of that was because of Tina Fey's her inability to apologize for anything that she's done, or admit and admit fault. Interesting. You know, like somebody was like, "Hey, this whole thing that you did was kind of racist. Maybe you shouldn't do that on your show," and instead of being like, oh, you know what? You're right. Like that, that was bad. She like doubled down, and she made it worse.
1: <laughs> I actually don't even know if I watched the season previous to what's currently being released now. I don't even know what number it is.
0: This is technically season four B.
1: Oh, I don't know if I watched four A. Yeah, I really don't know.
0: Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm
1: not gonna worry about it. Don't worry about it. It <laughs> was
0: weird. It was a weird season, and I. I'm ready for the show to be. I'll just
1: rewatch season one.
0: Yeah, honestly, season one's where it's at. Mm-hmm.
1: Like yeah. most things, like Glee, like Glee, like Glee.
0: So before like. we talk about Glee, there really wasn't any news this week. It's very, it was a very light news week. <laughs> which for me, like, thank God, uh, <laughs> right? Too much, too much news happening elsewhere in the world. The only thing I have to say is that uh, The Magicians was renewed for season five. Oh,
1: nice so that's exciting. another show i need to put on my list my friends talk about it
0: i got i almost finished season one and then i got distracted by all my other shows
1: mm-hmm. it's so hard it's so funny now because like there's so much content which is really great because so many people get to be involved And like but at the same time it's like very overwhelming and i'm kind of like What if we, like, go back to when there's not as much? It makes it easier to watch everything.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's that's part of my struggle is that, like, I watch a lot of television. Yeah, me too. As evidenced by this podcast. Mm -hmm. But... (laughs) Part of the problem is that I'm still not watching a lot of shows. Because there's
1: it's like physically impossible. It
0: is physically impossible. I have some really glaring blind spots. I don't watch a lot of dramas. Mm. And yeah. that's a huge blind spot for me.
1: I used to watch a lot more than I do now. Because now when I'm watching TV, I kind of want just to like be happy. Same. <laughs> so Same. like throw on like the funny stuff or like the funny stuff that's good like Brooklyn Nine Nine, the Good Place, like those things make me very happy. <laughs> so yeah. I'll just continue to watch them. <laughs> yeah,
0: Mike Sure shows will do that <laughs> exactly. for exactly. Yeah, and as well as like you know, for instance, I gave up halfway through season two of Game of Thrones.
1: I will never start Game of Thrones.
0: It's just I couldn't. I I read the first book and I watched the first season and I really enjoyed it, but I had to wait until the second season came out on DVD. 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 Back in the day. And I started watching it and I was like, I can't tell all these white guys with beards apart.
1: (laughs) Amazing. And I
0: gave up because I was like way too frustrated with what was happening. And one day I will return. But the show's also been super spoiled for me. So nothing's a surprise.
1: I have no interest in watching that show. My whole family, like, is obsessed with it. Like, if I was to ever watch it, it would only be for Amelia Clark. which oh, yeah, I don't. I can watch other things that she's in. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I think part of it for me is that I'm not the biggest fan of high fantasy. Mm-hmm. So, like, The Magicians is more my speed because yeah, it's fair. it's more of a modern fantasy. Would you call that low fantasy?
1: um yeah what would you call that uh i have no idea sci-fi sort of not but not but not yeah it's i guess it's
0: just like more of a modern fantasy like you know it's and the high fantasy like i don't i have very little interest in dragons and you know this like weird medieval type of environment where mysteriously we're in a fantasy environment but there's no black people it's very weird you know (laughs) yeah Uh (laughs) it's still all white people yeah this is strange it's
1: like if you're gonna be in the fantasy genre like like let it happen you know like don't just whitewash everything and like like you know like when you do sci-fi and fantasy you have like the world is your oyster like you're making everything up so why not yeah be so diverse like and just represent at least in any way you can, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't understand. I don't get it It doesn't either. make sense.
0: I don't get it either. Ugh. Especially in we'll sci-fi. We'll stay away
1: from those. Some sci-fi shows do well. Yeah. Doing I,
0: that. I mean, Star Trek yeah. was mostly because of who Gene Roddenberry was as a person. but. That's true. But otherwise, like high fantasy, I'm just like, I'm not into it. And I'm not super into a lot of medical dramas.
1: Oh, I do love my medical dramas sometimes.
0: I really enjoy New Amsterdam.
1: Oh, yeah. I've heard that that's good.
0: It is a good show. I'm enjoying it. My friend was really shocked that I watched God Friended Me.
1: Oh, my gosh. I was gonna check that out, but I forgot. I, I really See, this like is, it. I'm not good at this. I like I'm always like, I was gonna watch that, then I forgot. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is why I have an app that keeps track of my shows.
1: Oh yeah, I should get that. Yeah. I've heard of that. It's mm-hmm. called
0: Next Episode. It's yep. my favorite. It's very basic. It doesn't have like it doesn't have like fancy graphics or anything, but it does what it needs yeah, to do. That's all we need. Yeah. And it has you can pay for an annual membership—you can get it for free. You can also pay for an annual membership, which I do. I love that. <laughs> and you can have access to their website, where you can also keep track of your stuff on the website and on the app, and it syncs between the two. You should
1: get them to sponsor your podcast.
0: I should. I should. <laughs> so it's, but it's a good app. It's a good app, and I really like it. And that's how I keep track. When I hear about like new shows that are coming out, I will just add them to my app. And then so then when they are premiering, I know when they are. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. It's it's I I'm a mess otherwise. Like if I didn't <laughs> have an app to keep track of like I don't have to worry about it anymore. <laughs> like when my shows are airing, it's pretty nice.
1: That's amazing. It's pretty nice.
0: So and it keeps track of like where I am too. If I'm like binge watching and I lose my place, I can be like, Oh yeah. I stopped watching Supernatural midway through season four,
1: <laughs> uh, and you're never gonna go back because <laughs>
0: there's so much. <laughs> That's too much. No, it's so much. Absolutely not. Shows on what, like fifteen seasons, something like that. Oh my god,
1: it's amazing, but like uh, that, I don't know. It's it has lot.
0: no signs of sho- of stopping either. Yeah.
1: I mean, good for them, good for them, but I don't get it.
0: I I mean. But that's fun. another show. It's that's another show where fans. I felt so bad for fans of Supernatural and Glee <laughs> because it's like they have two shows that the fans are very, very fervent and very mm-hmm. excited and very into it. But then also they have to. They hate the show at the same time and often have to defend the show from other people.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's kind of like when you're in that, you're just. It's like ride or die. You're like, this is it. Like, I know it's bad, but I. Will not hate on it if you are actually hating on it. I will defend it with my life. Yeah, that's me with Glee. Yeah, (laughs) I mean,
0: I'm because this is a podcast and it's an audio medium or an oral medium Mm. than a visual medium. uh, None of you can see that I am wearing my Glee concert tour.
1: It's amazing T
0: shirt that I got from the first Glee tour
1: the first one the very first one, one yeah 2010 they
0: only went to four cities and yeah. one of them was chicago <laughs> they went it was it was la chicago new york and phoenix
1: yeah because that's you know not random <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was always the one where I was like really
1: that's we're not going to like san francisco
0: okay but whatever i live in chicago and that's all that mattered yeah to me. exactly
1: i'm glad they did the second year though because Oh, that was my jam. I
0: I was glad they did a second year too, just because like other people should have been able to go.
1: Then they had the 3D movie.
0: They had the 3D movie, which I never saw. Are you kidding
1: me? I own it. Let's watch it. Okay. (laughs) No, it's amazing. I I worked at a movie theater when that was released, and I saw that like eight times in theaters. Like, (laughs) I was that person. I still am that person.
0: (laughs) I just I remember only hearing about the 3D movie and really. Hearing about like all the like in character interviews that they oh did. yeah that
1: was horrible. <laughs> I fast forward through pretty much anything that's not the performances, but that's <laughs> fine. It's so stupid. It is. They they were trying something that did not go well, but um, you just watch the performances and it's fine because that's the best part of Glee, anyways.
0: Gonna <laughs> to be totally honest, I'm the opposite. I would actually fast forward through a lot of the music. What?
1: All right. Why? I mean, I'd watch.
0: I'd that's like watch, half of
1: the point of the show.
0: <laughs> I, that's why. I mean, the f- initial airing of the show, like the m- initial airing of the episode, I would watch the whole episode top to bottom. Mm-hmm. But I would often fast forward second and third time. I'd fast forward because I just want to watch the trash in the absolutely middle. Absolutely
1: <laughs> hilarious. Well, it is trash in the middle though, because in, in the beginning of the show they were writing storylines and they put in music to go with the storylines they had written and then later they were like oh these songs are great let's just write stories around these songs and make it sort of make sense but it doesn't so that's how they ruined Glee for me I think yeah and they flip flopped on that
0: agreed well let's let's talk about season one So, a brief synopsis. I started writing this and I was like, oh, God, (laughs) I can't even. It's amazing. So, Mr. Schuster decides to start a glee club called New New Directions at William McKinley High, but is met with resistance from the school and Cheerios coach Sue Sylvester. His glee club is made up of a ragtag group of misfits. uh, Rachel Berry, Finn Hudson, Kurt Hummel, Mercedes Jones, Tina Cohen-Chang. I've listed all of them here. I don't know why I did that.
1: Uh, I love them. There's 12 of them.
0: There are 12 of them. Artie Abrams, Quinn Fabray, Noah Puckerman, Santana Rivera, Brittany Pierce, Mike Chang, and Matt Rutherford. I love him. That's right. right. I remembered his name off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. Season one is all about the kids finding their place with each other and the glee club prevailing through all of Sue's attempts to shut them down. Quinn has a baby, Kurt comes out, Tina comes clean about her stutter, Rachel crushes hard on Finn. The season ends with New Directions losing at regionals, but they're still allowed to continue next year. That is the best <laughs> that I could do without going episode by episode with all of the shenanigans.
1: It's amazing. and You know what's funny is when I think of season one, I often forget to think of it um, in its entirety because... Uh, like one A feels so different than one B, which it, it is. Yeah. And so, like, when anyone says season one, I literally just think up until like sectional's episode, and I'm like, oh wait, yeah, there's still a whole other Same. half of the season.
0: Same. I mean, I remember when they were still waiting to hear if they were gonna get the back nine, mm-hmm. and that's what everybody referred to them as the back, the back nine. nine. Yeah. So it was. I just remember watching the first thirteen episodes over and over and over again. And then finally, like, we're going to do the back nine. It was like, wait, we're getting more <laughs> yes, episodes? Because I,
1: when I rewatched it recently, I noticed that basically the first 13, like, felt like a mini series. Like, it could yeah. have very much closed. Like, it felt like a complete story. Yeah. And then they picked it up and they're like, okay, let's keep going.
0: Well, part of it's just because Glee was the very first of its kind.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
0: Nobody else was doing this. Nope. You know, eventually Smash came along and then everybody else was just like,
1: hey. Yeah. Let's also do
0: musical shows, For and like, sure. oh boy, so they glee basically was like, "What if we did musical episodes, but every episode,
1: <laughs> I love it, so as bad as Glee got, like I do love it because it did a lot of things first, and it brought like a lot of things, yeah, like, into just like the mainstream,
0: yeah, it was it was you know people were finally accepting of musical shows mm-hmm. and this show was like cringe culture at its finest. Mm-hmm. Like We were talking before we started recording about like, I cringe every episode and the secondhand embarrassment is so real.
1: Yeah, but it's also amazing. It's also
0: amazing. <laughs> I've watched so much of this show through my fingers because it's like, oh no, honey, why are you doing that? No, 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 no. Why? Why, yeah. why, why? Mm-hmm. And they just keep going. But yeah, the first 13 episodes are just so good, and you can kind of tell that when they were writing it, they were like, "We may only get these first 13. right." They put
1: like their heart and soul into those, <laughs>
0: yeah. And then they got the back nine, and they're like, "All right, cool, yes, Wait, awesome. that's good."
1: That's when they started the theme, the theme episodes, like yes. Madonna, yeah, and they did Gaga eventually,
0: yeah, and the Hello,
1: yeah, that's right, <sighs> the- and
0: the Funk episode, which I think is one of the few ones where it's like really.
1: Yeah, All I right? always forget about that episode. Good,
0: good. I mean, I do too. I can't believe that they were like, yes, we're going to make this the second to last episode of this season.
1: I know. <laughs> like, it's so what? random. just thrown in there, it feels it's like. It's
0: such a bad episode. <laughs> like, There's just nothing that happens in it.
1: No, nothing. No. They just wanted to sing funk songs, which they sort of did.
0: Sort of did. <laughs> it's very weird. The show. Shows all over the place. It also has time. like
1: my least favorite Quinn performance in it. When do you remember this? She's like performing and she has like the other pregnant lady. Yes, it, it's a man's world. <laughs> I'm like, stop, please stop. Like, I that the secondhand embarrassment thing you're talking about, I feel that really hard when I watch that. I'm like, we have to that. And I like love Diana, like, but no, absolutely not. <laughs>
0: I don't know. No, as soon as you were like that, like Quinn, before I was like, yeah, yeah, exactly oh, yeah. what you're talking like, there's, Everyone go watch that. There's <laughs> and cry. something cry. There's honestly something about being in like the glee fandom that like there are certain things that everybody can almost universally agree on. That's <laughs> true. It's and, true. Like I have a lot of there's been so many people, like I mentioned, I mentioned to a bunch of people that I'm like, oh, we're talking about glee this week on a podcast. And they and they were like uh, there, I said like, oh, season one. They're like, are you guys gonna talk about the uh, the episode where they and it was they'd always use some like weird oh where they did like the boy band episode or like oh they they gave the kids drugs and I'm like, you mean vitamin D? <laughs> one of the greatest yeah. episodes.
1: Um, yeah, maybe like the best episode of season one.
0: <laughs> and I think I think the funniest thing is like that whole plot of vitamin D. Is just absurd. Oh, it's so dumb. Like, first so of funny. all, first of all, we gotta like rewind. First of all, <laughs> Will's wife is pretending she's I pregnant. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: can't. I kind of missed her sometimes later on. Oh, she was, Terry a, was like a nuts. hot mess.
0: Terry was nuts. And so she's pretending she's pregnant. And then she pretends that she can like be the school nurse.
1: Yeah. Like how does that even happen? Like what school allows that? uh, William McKinley High School.
0: Yes. They allow for a lot of things at that school. (laughs) And then she gives all the kids like extreme doses of vitamin D.
1: Which somehow makes them feel like they're high.
0: (laughs) It's hilarious given like (laughs) I take vitamin D because I have to. It doesn't do no. nearly as much. Like, and I was taking probably way more than <laughs> she was giving the kids. And it's just like, I mean, we—that's that's the episode that we learned. Like, oh, the music producers for Glee are really good at mashups.
1: Yes, that's one of the best things about Glee. Honestly, is their yes. mashups never fail. No, most of my favorite performances are mashups. Same, like, same, so much.
0: Yeah, the the uh, what is it the. Someone like you, rolling in, rolling or, the, yeah, no, rolling in the deep.
1: Rumor has it. Rumor has it, yeah. It.
0: That mashup is uh-huh. incredible, amazing. Probably
1: my favorite one.
0: Yeah, Glee just like they figured out how to do the mashup.
1: Well, that's in a good episode too.
0: And yeah, and then they also did the episode mashup, so good, which is great. So good. And
1: season two is my favorite. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you.
0: I mean, season two is a great season. I won't lie. It's great. It's just... There's just so much in the show. So let's start with... Yeah, let's where, go back. Do we talk about episodes? Do we talk about characters? Because that's that's part of this problem. Is that like... There's
1: just so much. Like, I could talk about Glee for like 24 straight hours, I feel like.
0: Same. Honestly, same.
1: <laughs> I could dissect it until it yeah. doesn't even exist. So i could leave that up to you. We could
0: almost do two so, totally separate episodes about season one. Yeah. Because... The first 13 and the back nine are so different. Mm-hmm.
1: Two different shows, basically. They are two different <laughs> shows.
0: And then every season, it turned out to also be a completely different show.
1: Yeah. Oh, but um, the Bohemian Rhapsody number in the last episode of season one, I just needed to shout that out because I love it. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? The queens giving birth. Oh, the- Vocal Adrenaline. Oh, yeah. It was amazing.
0: Yeah, because they, did, they didn't do somebody- they did somebody to love, didn't they? No.
1: Well, no, they they did that earlier, but do you remember what I'm talking about? It's the vocal adrenaline, the Jonathan Groff, and it's paired like cut in with Quinn giving birth.
0: Oh, do it's I okay. remember this? It's amazing. It is the back nine.
1: <laughs> it's the last episode of the whole I season. I know. It's great.
0: I know. It's
1: fun. It's just really good and they cut it together well. I mean, it's super weird. Like, she's giving birth and then they're, like, cutting back to their performance. But it's great.
0: I mean, that's that's another thing that Glee liked to do is that they were like, hey, we're going to sing this song and it's just going to be very strange.
1: My favorite thing is it started out with them, like, intentionally performing songs. Like, they would get up and be like, I'm performing now. And then it morphed into them, like walking in the hallway like singing and no one's paying attention and you're like wait so is this really happening or are they just like pretend like dreaming that they're walking in the hallway yeah singing
0: <laughs> yeah oh no i do remember this yeah okay
1: i just had to shout it out cuz it's amazing and everyone should go watch it
0: yeah it's
1: it's not even the new directions doing it <laughs> yeah
0: yeah i the other there are a couple cool things about this season i guess i guess we'll start with the I guess we'll start with characters.
1: Okay, I'm ready.
0: So let's start with Rachel.
1: I honestly think Rachel Berry is one of the best characters ever on television.
0: She's great. Yeah. (laughs) Like what a bonkers (laughs) character. At least in the beginning, yeah. Like her, her characterization is so strong. Yes. There is no question as to who Rachel Berry is. Agreed. She just, she very much. They start the show. They're like, this is the main character. This is who you should be rooting for, even though she can sometimes be an awful person. Horrible,
1: annoying person. But that's part but of you her you wanted charm. To, root to root for her. Yeah. yeah. And Leah Michelle was really good. I'm always – so she kind of scares me as a human, but <laughs> I love her the same. Um, like, because she was Broadway, and her transition to TV, I feel like she did really well because she's so good at it. She's so good at the facial expressions and, like, the little nuances of – Acting for TV versus big stage acting.
0: Yeah. And I think Glee was especially like a great bridge for her because there Mm -hmm. was a lot of big expressions. But it wasn't big theater expressions. It was big TV expressions, which is slightly smaller. Mm -hmm. But it's, you know, but it was, she was just, I mean, they basically wrote that part for her. Yeah. And <laughs>
1: definitely, I
0: one of the things I loved about this show was hearing about like their auditions for the show. And apparently, you know, Brad, who was their actual piano player on the show. I love Brad. My brother met him. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I just love that he was their piano. Like he he played piano for them for everything. And they were just like,
1: you're going to be on the show now. Just I show up it. dressed in black. It's yes.
0: Like, OK, I guess <laughs> I'm on the show like now. Like a running
1: joke. <laughs> yeah.
0: And. Like the fact that during the audition that the that skipped over like part of like one of her verses or like the chorus for something of what she was singing mm-hmm. and, and she stopped him. Like, <laughs> we we need to go, go back. back. <laughs> we have to go back. And they were like, it is the most Rachel Berry thing that she could have done in the audition. And they were like, she's perfect. Yeah. Like, I feel
1: like that got her the role.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And. And it's just, you know, hearing that like him and same with like, you know, or her hearing about, I'm thinking, I'm already thinking of Chris Colfer, like the fact that his character was created for him. I love
1: that. I don't even know what Glee would have been without him, honestly. No. Like he was such a central part, an important part of Glee. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's- It's crazy.
0: It is very hard to imagine what that show would have been like without him. Very different. And- and almost like trying to imagine him auditioning for Artie as well. It cracks me up. Which is <laughs> I can't. wild. Which is it's just wild. And I mean Kurt Kurt was my favorite character. I very much identified with Kurt. And then obviously I just love Blaine. But that's season two. We're not talking about Blaine. <laughs> and he just his his whole arc season one was really good great for the time. I think if you were to try to do his story now, mm-hmm. people would be like, whatever, this is tired. Right. Like, uh, we don't have to do this again. But because it was 2009. Yeah. That well, was 10 years ago, I know, Casey. which makes me cry. I graduated <laughs> high school in ago.
1: 2009. I'm so sad. Huh. <laughs> no, but I agree because, um, yeah, it was like you just didn't see that on TV a lot, especially geared towards like teens. Yeah. And like the younger, and also Glee, like I know a lot of people that watch Glee with their families, and it was like, it's just, there's something about having your whole family watch that, and like, hey, like this is a thing that happens, like maybe you don't see this every day, but kids are going through this, and it's sometimes, for some people, it's like the first time they're really seeing that Yeah. represented.
0: Yeah, and especially seeing, you know, Kurt's relationship with his dad. Oh,
1: Bert. Yeah. My fave TV dad Hummel. ever. Best. Oh,
0: Mike O'Malley. I love him. He's so great. He's great in... Everything. A r- current show that's airing. I don't want to say what show. You know what show I'm talking mm-hmm. about, though. I don't want to say it is because it's a spoiler. But he's great. I all love around. him. I love him. But I think one of the cool things about Preggers, mm-hmm. which is the title of the episode. That is like half the fun of this show. It's Season just the one, the title of the episode. Four. <laughs> is Preggers because he he's doing the there's a cool there's a few cool things about this episode is one he comes out to his dad mm-hmm. because he's been trying to impress his dad at like joining the football team mm-hmm. as the kicker, yeah, which he does really well so at.
1: good <laughs> and he he just mysteriously stops being on the football team,
0: which honestly <laughs> i that doesn't surprise me no in least it's Glee. <laughs> it, you just you just kind of accept that like, oh, the plot's not going to continue next week.
1: Yeah. My friend's watching it right now and she'll be like, why did, why did this happen? And I'm just like, it's glee. Just you have to accept it. Just move on. <laughs> <laughs> but <You're> like, anyways. <laughs> just, just,
0: you just kind of, a week passes between the episodes. There's a lot that could happen it's that true. we don't see. Yep. And so he comes out to his dad mm-hmm. after joining the football team. He's like, this isn't me. I'm not enjoying this. And he... But they also they also cast Heather Morris as mm, Britney. I love Heather. Because they were like, Hey, we need somebody to come teach us the single ladies dance. And they cast her and they were like, Hey, do you want to stick around? <laughs> and then she stayed. Yeah. And, and she
1: turns into one of the like most iconic Glee characters. No, yeah. But like Britney is amazing. Yeah. She's great. But, I mean yeah, everybody love loves her.
0: And it's And it's really great to see just, like, the transformation. And also, that's the episode where we find out that Quinn is pregnant. Pregnant. Which is hilarious. Amazing. I just... See,
1: this episode, I feel like, was the first one where it really, like, kicked Glee into gear. Like, the first three episodes were just, like, still trying to introduce, like, get used to the show. And then four is when all the big storylines dropped. Yeah. okay... Kurt's gay, Quinn's pregnant, let's go.
0: (laughs) Yeah, uh, Kurt's gay, Quinn's pregnant, and then also got the, where else was it? You also got, oh, former Glee Club director Sandy Ryerson uh, was trying to lure away Rachel.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. She left to be in cabaret.
0: Yeah, (laughs) and that's. I guess that's also kind of, A point where you kind of see where, you know, Rachel's real ambition is. Like, Mm -hmm. she's not in it just to perform. Like, she's in it to go all the way. In it to win it. Yeah. And she's not afraid to take down people. No. And to, like, step on other people. (laughs) Like, oh boy. And let's talk about. I want to talk about Finn, as painful as this is going to be. Finn. So. I love. So just. If you're listening to this and you haven't seen Glee, first of all, go watch it. Please. Second of all, uh, Corey Monteith, who played Finn Hudson, uh, passed away in 2013 of a drug overdose. And it's heartbreaking. And they did a tribute episode in season five. The worst. It's a great episode, but it's a horrible episode. <laughs> I
1: said I would never watch it. And I finally watched it like this year after like five years. And because I just couldn't do it, I and- loved him.
0: Yeah, it was painful. He and I had the same birthday, oh. so it was like, oh, there goes another birthday friend. <laughs> oh. Cool. Oh. So oh, it was, yeah. But Finn, Finn was such a funny character because he just the way he joined Glee Club was very strange. In that, Will blackmails him. I love that into <laughs> joining <laughs> Glee Club. <laughs> and I think I think part of the joy too of this of this show is that like Cory Monteith was.
1: 28 years old? Yeah, 27 or 8 or something like that.
0: Playing 18 or playing...
1: 16 s- or 15. I don't yeah, even know. 15,
0: playing like, yeah, 15, playing 16 half years half of
1: his age, basically. <laughs> yeah. More than. Yeah. <laughs> or I don't, and, I don't know math, but yeah.
0: And he looked the part. Like, that's the kicker. Is that like... <laughs> so he just He just did. And he... Like, Finn was so simple. He was such a simple... Character. He's like a lo-
1: he's like a lovable like idiot. He's not an idiot, but like he just he's just trying to figure out what he is getting out of life. Yeah. And he, you know, makes some mistakes along the way, but he has good intentions, I think. Yeah. The whole time.
0: Yeah, like what he knows, he knows well, but he doesn't know a lot of things. <laughs> so he often comes across, I guess as I would say like a little dopey sometimes. Dopey is a great word, yeah. Cuz Something will be said to him, and he's just like, "I don't, I don't know what's happening."
1: <laughs> he has, I in my rewatch, I noticed they like cut to him, and he has these like little lines under his breath sometimes, where he's like trying to understand things, and I'm just like, "Oh, Finn,
0: oh, honey, I love you, oh, honey." <laughs> yeah, I guess, and he was also kind of a subversion of the football stereotype, right? Because like, it's not that he was d- dumb exactly, but he just like a little clueless. And he does get smarter as oh, yeah. as the show progresses. Yeah, he learns he definitely more things, grows. And, mm-hmm. and he grows. And he's, you know, he especially like learns that like, oh, this is actually really fun. Like, I can have fun elsewhere than just football. Yeah. And the first season is really like the 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 tug and pull of the football players versus the Glee Club being upset that they took their star quarterback. Yeah.
1: But what I love about Finn is he once he decides to join glee, he never apologizes for it again. He's like, "Yeah, I'm a, I'm a football player and I'm in glee." Like, what? Yeah. what do you want? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It reminds me of one of my favorite baseball players, Kyle Schwarber, who's on the Chicago Cubs. He was in show choir. Amazing. And he like video came out of him like at a show choir concert. And it's the greatest thing because he also is unapologetic about it. He's like, yeah, I was in Chokewire. There's
1: no reason that the two, you know, like need to be separate. Like, what's the point of that? Yeah. You can like more than one thing. Yeah. (laughs) We're all humans. The
0: whole point of, you know, the the whole reason Super Bowl shuffle exists (laughs) is because football players were taking ballet and they were like, you know what? Let's do some dancing too. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's. It's ridiculous. So, there, yeah, I, I, Finn was, Finn was never my favorite character, but as the series progressed, I really grew to appreciate him. Agreed. And you could definitely feel the loss after that character was gone.
1: Absolutely.
0: And then trying to see them figuring out what character is going to try and like take over that hole, but it's like, his death blew a crater into that show yep. that could never be resolved. Absolutely. Yeah, I know. And it's heartbreaking when you hear what Ryan Murphy's like original plan for the end of uh, the show was. I know. Because it's like that can never happen. Nope. Like that finale can never happen.
1: Yeah. My friend was talking the other day like, like Glee, the cast of Glee should do like a reunion show or whatever. And I was like, no, they can't do it. Not no. Not Corey. Nope. Not like a real one. Maybe nope. like for fun or something like no. a few of them but absolutely not
0: no no and it's 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 so tough but like finn in this first season is just like he's still gangly and awkward and <laughs> he's always gangly and awkward. he is also <laughs> always gangly and awkward and still trying to figure his life out and that's kind of his whole thing it's just like he never really knows what he's doing
1: i know which i really love because i can identify with that yeah still to this day Um, But yeah, it's so funny. When I rewatched it recently, I found myself appreciating certain characters and storylines that I never did when I watched it like when I was like 18, 19. Because it's so different. Like you care about different things at different points in your life. This is true. Finn is someone I think I appreciated more in the rewatch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's – I want to talk about Mercedes. Okay. (laughs) I just want to say Casey just got the biggest smile. I love. (laughs) I love Mercedes. And – you know, Mercedes and Tina, for instance, both of them, they they talk about it on the show. Like I know. the characters do, is that they are always overshadowed by Rachel.
1: They really are though. They
0: really are. It which never
1: does get resolved. <laughs> it just keeps happening.
0: It just keeps happening. Part of that is because of Leah Michelle's contract. Right. And, you know, part of it is just because that's also the character of Rachel. Right, for sure. Is that she bulldozes over people and doesn't really pay attention to what other people want it's true and but like mercedes gets it even worse in the first season because she develops a crush on kurt
1: i love that episode just
0: bust your windows is
1: amazing
0: one of the greatest songs to ever come out of it, it, this I show. feel like it's a
1: forgotten scene because it happened so early on like nobody remembers that storyline but it's right incredible it's
0: and the thing is too is that that song only came on the show because apparently uh, Amber Riley was like walking around set like singing it to
1: herself. I didn't know that. I yeah. love that.
0: Yeah, and then they heard her singing it and they were like, we have to put this song in the show. That's amazing. Because they, they just heard her singing it and they thought that it would just be great to add. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's a ridiculous scene. Just It's just fun. It's just so funny. and But her, but like there's, she, God, her voice is just so incredible.
1: I could listen to it all day.
0: She just, I mean, it's so hard to just like really do her, it's the storylines that she was given and in the first season, she's always really given like the. You know, the the sassy one-liners, which yeah. is really frustrating as like a very tired racist trope. Yeah. And they do try to give her more of a storyline later in later seasons. Yeah, they do. Um, but she also like, I admittedly liked her and Puck dating in this season. I
1: thought that was fun.
0: I liked it because she was one of the few characters that, few female characters that was Happy to put him in his place. Exactly. And was able to put him in his place. Yeah.
1: That's a thing they kind of did with Puck going forward too though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about other seasons because they're spoilers. It doesn't matter. Right. But like they did that again with him and too with Lauren. Oh yeah. Like he just starts being with these girls who are not apologizing. They're like, yeah, I'm a badass. Yeah. Go away.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Which – Honestly, I think says a lot about his personality. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> in that he's like,
1: oh, Puck is he, such an interesting character.
0: He's a very interesting character, and he, because he comes on as this like super tough guy, and that's like, and as like a bully, like, right? I mean, his character is introduced as dumping Kurt in the exactly. dumpster. Yep. And I mean, so is Finn actually, but Finn is quickly redeemed in the first episode, and then yeah. Puck is not. No. But he, yeah, Puck is just, he's very, he's very interesting because he does grow and develop, you know, and becomes, I guess, less of a trope and more of a, an actual character, you know, becomes more three dimensional. And especially in his relationship with Quinn. Yeah. You know, in learning that like, oh, she's also, you know, like that's actually his baby. And he wants to you know he wants to be there for the baby but also like they need to put the baby up for adoption. Oh yeah.
1: Huh. <laughs> Could you imagine if they had them keep that baby as part of the show? Oh, that would have been
0: That would have been a disaster. That would have
1: been even more of a disaster than what already happened on the show. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Glee is a show for people who like watching train wrecks.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> love it. I love watching train wrecks like Glee.
0: You can definitely tell that they named the the baby Beth because they
1: <laughs>
0: just they just wanted to sing that they song. They just wanted
1: to sing the song. So they're like, oh good, this song fits the theme of this episode. We're doing so well. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Like this Kiss song works well because they're also singing this other Kiss song so we're just going to make them sing Beth and everything's fine and then forever the baby's name is Beth now. <laughs> <laughs> I just love this stupid show. It's amazing.
0: Just the lines of logic in like writing this show are just so obvious.
1: It's a- <laughs> it's because I kind of feel like they were like, oh well, this type of show has never really been done, so we can just do whatever we want <laughs> and it's fine.
0: Yeah, and I guess I guess too is that like because it is also so absurd and cringy and bright. Yes. And campy like it is So campy. So campy. And I think that's part of it too is that like if you like like if you just love campy stuff, like, like glee is your thing. And I think that's part of it is that like you know, we call it a dumpster fire and we love it is like because we love camp. Camp like things that are campy are typically it. not good.
1: No, but like you but love you, it anyways. You
0: love it because it's not good.
1: I love it so much.
0: <laughs> and It's, but it's just so delightful to watch.
1: It's so fun.
0: And everything's just so bright and cheery and doesn't make any sense. And
1: no, but you're along for the ride. Yeah, you're You're like, like, I'm I'm here. (laughs) I'm here for it. I'm I'm in it.
0: I'm in it for this, like, her, Quinn lying to Finn and saying, like, (laughs) you know, get pregnant from a hot hot tub. tub.
1: (laughs) So stupid. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, Uh, one of my favorite, there's a line in season two where someone's like, and Finn, you thought you could get someone pregnant just by being in a hot tub or something? And he's like, I've always been dubious.
0: (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite lines in season one is... When they do the hello episode, yeah. episode fourteen, mm-hmm. season one, I hate that the this first is like, one, right first back one of the back nine, is when they're like, "How do you answer the phone?" And they give this, and, and they get they cut to Kurt like, "No, she's dead. This is her son." <laughs> yes, <laughs>
1: Just- yes. The Glee had really good like cutaway lines, like the one liners, so are good. so good,
0: so good. Same with like the cutaway reactions too. Yes, they lived for that sort of stuff.
1: Because it was so good. And yeah.
0: Yeah. The cutaway scenes were also just amazing. Like, they were very good at making making the situation that you are currently in more uncomfortable <laughs> and making it somehow worse. And just... I mean, it's part of it. Like I keep saying, like it's a cringy, it's a cringy show. Like I have friends that they're like, I couldn't watch it anymore. I couldn't handle. Because you
1: have to accept. You first have to accept it. You're like, I know I'm about to watch something that was made to be campy and made to be silly, and you have to like accept that in your heart, and then you will love it.
0: Yeah, and you, and you have to accept that. You know what? Things will work out for the characters, right? But they're gonna make a real a lot of real dumb decisions first right, and say a lot of really dumb things, and they don't shy away from that sort of stuff, especially yeah. in the first season they they do all of this nutso stuff and i I wanna talk about the the music specifically okay in this season i mean we there's also plenty of other characters we can talk about too, but
1: I love all of them.
0: Actually, that's a lot. I don't want to touch on the music quite yet. Let's talk about Will.
1: Oh, God. Uh, Mr. I mean, yay. Mr. Schuster. Yay.
0: <laughs> so, Mr. Schuster. What a man. By far, the creepiest character <laughs> on the show.
1: Yeah. When he starts rapping- Oh I can't god. handle it.
0: I want to know who made the decision that, like, yes, Matthew Morrissey can definitely rap. He
1: does it in like the second episode. Like they just started off with they that. Did They're gold like, digger. we're gonna just go in. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna go in, and this is gonna be a thing.
0: <laughs> oh my god, it's just. I did really enjoy him and Kristen Chenoweth. Oh yeah. Her is April Rhodes. Yes. Who's just the greatest character. The most absurd thing. She's just her and her box. I wand. love that.
1: Her first episode has my favorite um, Glee group performance ever, which is Somebody to Love. So good. Like, by far, the, my favorite ever. It's, it's awesome. Ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> but ever. Anyways, yeah. Will Schuster.
0: Yeah, and I will say, like, I... His whole storyline in the first season is is interesting just because he has this I'll call her a psycho. Terry's a psycho. Oh,
1: she's psychotic, yeah.
0: And her her working at sheets and things.
1: My favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid.
0: And like her wanting to be pregnant and not being pregnant and then her striking a deal with Quinn <laughs> that she's going to like take her baby and then Will Is crushing hard on Emma Pillsbury, Mm -hmm. who's a neurotic, OCD, germaphobe guidance counselor. Mm -hmm. And he... Just because she's the one that supports his dreams and his wife doesn't.
1: Yeah, it's a little messed up.
0: (laughs) And he hangs
1: out with
0: all these teenagers all the time. Only
1: friends are teenagers. I think that was hard. Like the thing that was hard about his character was they want they needed that teacher figure, but they also wanted him to be like relatable and stuff. But it's like, like no, like he has to be the adult, but he often was never the adult. No, like they want it's like they didn't understand how to write someone that wasn't a teenager, basically.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I guess, and in a way, I guess it's like you could also kind of chalk that up to, like, you know, his immaturity in that, like, his relationship with Terry was his high school sweetheart, so he never had right. a chance he to, Right, he never like left high school, basically. No, no. And he wanted to go into music, but couldn't, and... Cause there's there's deleted scenes and stuff that are worth watching, and his his story is actually a little bit sadder in the in the I think it's in sectionals, maybe it's regionals, where he has to like where he goes and takes the the test to teach something else.
1: You mean when he's he wants to leave, or when Terry's trying to make him leave? Oh yeah, that's in the pilot.
0: Send in the pilot. Yeah,
1: to be okay. an accountant.
0: Oh yes. Yes. I'm just like trying to like place it. I'm like where is this sad scene?
1: It is easy. He actually is kind of a sad character because I've never really thought about him before until now. But um but the fact that he is he's kind of like the person that never le- like left high school. Like he wants all the Glee kids' dreams to come true because he never had that and he's just kind of trying to live through them.
0: Yeah, like he never got to pursue music. He never got to pursue anything because he was like, okay, well, I've been dating this girl. I guess I'll go to college and (laughs) get married even though she's crazy. Yeah. And I guess I'll become a teacher. And he's a Spanish teacher, (laughs) which is also weird.
1: It's, yeah, no. Uh
0: (laughs) And he, and because they make no, he makes no money teaching and, Terry is absolutely a gold digger. Mm-hmm. For some weird reason, marrying a teacher. <laughs> she knew who he was. I know
1: it's very weird. It's very weird. But I mean, maybe that it, was, it takes place in a small town in Ohio. Maybe people just settle a lot like that.
0: I, I'm from the Midwest. That is. Does that not happen? No, it happens a lot. <laughs> not not for like the money thing, but
1: like no, no, people yeah, do yeah. just
0: settle. Yeah.
1: Which is it's comfortable. To me, it's something you know.
0: Yeah. And then they get resentful, which is really fun, and that's what happens.
1: Yeah, and then it happens like on Glee, obviously. And it
0: happens. That's <laughs> like that. That relationship like did not surprise me. Like that falling apart. That I was like, nope. That yep <laughs> checks <laughs> out. That is the Midwest for you. But I guess like he he is, and the thing is that he starts the Glee club because his time in Glee was the happiest he had ever been. Right. And. They cut a lot of that stuff out of the originally aired pilot. Yeah, and that's in a I've director's cut. Yeah. And so you like you watch that, and you're like, "Oh, you're actually really tragic. Yeah, and you're chasing this dream of of creating that happiness and bringing that happiness to other to to other students, so that they can feel that joy. But yet, you will never have that same experience.
1: Yeah, that's very true.
0: You are going to spend your whole time (laughs) fighting for this club to just exist because Budgets and Sue Sylvester.
1: Sue Sylvester. Who
0: is (laughs) at her cruelest in season one. Yeah. You think this is hard? Try being (laughs) Waterboard. That's That's hard. hard. (laughs) So great. It's her first line. I just, oh, Sue.
1: I could talk for like three hours about Sue Sylvester, I feel like. There's so much to unpack there. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> I mean, she because I've it's been a minute since I've watched like all of Glee. It's like hard to unpack like what's in what season. And is this the season that we meet her sister? Um, meet her sister's second season. I'm pretty sure it's in the second season. Yeah, we yeah because that's when we're introduced to. That's when Lauren Potter shows up as Becky, right?
1: I thought she, no, I thought Becky was in, no, Becky's first episode, why do I know this, is the bake sale episode of season one. Oh, yeah. Because Brittany is friends with her. Yes. It's also Brittany's first line, one of them. Yes. I need to stop watching three. (laughs) Never. Um, I I don't know. Maybe we do meet Sue's sister in season one. I don't. But it's definitely more of a focus in season two. Yeah. The storyline with. Her sister.
0: Yeah. It might be season two because that's when Becky joins Cheerios.
1: I thought Becky joined Cheerios in season one.
0: Ugh, this is also because I think part of it's difficult. because the back nine just feels like a, it, it, the second season. It,
1: yeah. I I think some of that stuff happened in the back nine.
0: Yeah. Because there really is just such a clear break. And I think part of it too is because yes. there were literally months between the end of the first, uh, the first half and then the back nine. Yep and cuz i remember it was like the first cuz we were like i think they wrapped up the end of the end of the 13 episodes like early december if i recall correctly and then we didn't get more episodes until like april yeah yeah because they were still like ah.
1: no i remember that because i cuz they aired the pilot originally like in may or something like way before yeah and i watched that and i was like yes but then i forgot to watch the first half when it aired but then everyone was talking about it so during that break I watched the first 13 and was like obsessed and then so when the back nine started airing that that's when I started watching Glee live
0: yeah I got tucked into it my first semester my sophomore year because I'm a year older than you Mm -hmm. so I was I was in college when the pilot had already aired so I missed it and and so I had a bunch of friends because I lived in the performing arts right? Yeah, like halls. So, of course, everybody was like, you need to watch this show. And I'm like, I mean, okay. <laughs> so I started watching it. And I think only the first eight episodes had aired. So I was a little behind, but I was able to catch up pretty yeah. quickly. I very distinctly remember doing laundry really late at night and sitting in the laundry room watching episodes. I love
1: that. Because
0: I was just like, I need to get through this. I need to catch up. <laughs> that's when the binging started. That's when all my problems started. <laughs> Most of my obsession. All my
1: problems start with Glee too.
0: <laughs> well, really, my problems started even before Glee, and that was with House. But that's a whole other. That's a whole other <laughs> no, that's, problem. That's We're mostly talking about fandom. Fandom is nuts. The Glee fandom oh, online.
1: Glee, I think Glee was my first real, real, real fandom, and let me tell you, that was a fun ride.
0: <sighs> we could do a whole episode. That was a just, fun
1: ride, <laughs> just
0: talking about the Glee fandom.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Oh my god, that what was
1: fun! I actually recently went back because <laughs> I'm like going through my Glee like. Remembrance phase now. Yeah. I went back and looked at some of my old tweets from like 2010 and 11 about Glee, and they're like the funniest things I've ever read. Like, I was so hardcore. Ugh, <laughs>
0: I was so hardcore. I mean, I'm wearing a Glee t shirt right now, and it is 2019.
1: I have a uh, like a William McKinley High School sweatshirt that I was going to bring when I Amazing. didn't want to be that person, but I should have brought it.
0: I have a Glee L necklace. I have a Glee a uh, coffee thermos i have a glee yes uh messenger bag i still own these things i by love the way. it and i i love that show i yes. really really did because it because one of the things too is that that the show that uh, it's like i'm putting pieces together in my head right now and it's just dawning on me like literally in this moment this is happening in this moment i'm ready is one of the things that I personally do in when I am making art is bringing people joy. And that is part of Glee is, you know, is that's that's the whole message of the show. Is Glee
1: just, is about opening yourself up to joy. Yeah.
0: And so it's, you know, that's why I make art. That's like the shows that I make. I want to make things that people just bring people joy. Yeah. Like, I
1: think that's one of the things like why Glee caught on because for as messy of a show it was, like, Like, you just felt happy watching it. Like, sometimes not. But, like, the music and just, like, it was supposed to be feel good. Yeah. And, yeah, I felt good watching it sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes.
0: Yeah. The deeper you got into the the show and the fandom, it was like- It got messy. Did any of you watch the same show I did? (laughs) Like, why are you all so
1: angry? (laughs) It got messy.
0: Yeah. I was- the the height of that fandom for me was always on live journal
1: oh see mine was tumblr
0: mine moved to tumblr okay like i would say between i would say seasons 3 and 4 okay. is when it moved from from live journal to tumblr
1: interesting i remember it the most during season 2 tumblr or also specifically like during the glee live tour after season 2 Mm. People would like upload videos every night and analyze everything that the cast did on stage with each other. <laughs> it's really intense.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm laughing because I absolutely remember that. Yes, <laughs> I yeah, because I joined Tumblr in July of 2011, mm-hmm. and then that's when I made the the jump. So yeah, that was between seasons two and. 3 mm-hmm. but i didn't leave live journal until right. 2012 that's fair so yeah it was but that was it was very interesting to like see that that migration happen like everybody was leaving live journal partly because all the russians were taking over
1: <laughs> i never had live journal
0: don't worry about it it's <laughs> it's a garbage platform now but it's it was always just so interesting to like see those that community because the ship wars were real,
1: so I feel like they're still real. Uh, <laughs> I still feel it.
0: <laughs> I do too. I though that might be the PTSD talking.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, we uh, it's it's so hard to talk about the show without talking about the fandom because the fandom was
1: the fandom literally was basically like half of the show. Well, because you
0: had to have. Fan fiction to supplement the show when the show <laughs> didn't do what you exactly. wanted it to do.
1: Exactly. Because the
0: show rarely did what you wanted it to do. No, never. It did its own thing, which I mean, fine. The show does what it wants. But like the show would have so often not straight stay true to the character. Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah. They did a lot of things wrong. And they did not- a lot of things right, but also wrong.
0: Oh, yeah. It was probably in equal measure, too. Yeah. What a hot mess. <laughs>
1: It's kind of like I keep thinking like there's so many thoughts that come to my head, but it's just like each thought is like a broad topic that could be talked about for hours. Regarding Glee, same. (sighs) It's
0: I just so yeah. I really wanted to start talking about Glee on the podcast just because I feel like I needed to really explain that I do actually love this show. It's a ridiculous show, and it is also a dumpster fire
1: of amazing. (laughs) <laughs> and I just
0: I just love I love watching dumpster fires. They're so fun. I love them. I love them. And I love, love season them. 2. They keep me warm.
1: I know we're talking about season 1, but I love season 2. I
0: know. We'll talk about season 2. We It'll don't have great. to. It'll be great. I mean later, not today.
1: Okay, cool. <laughs> I love it.
0: <laughs> season 2 is a whole other conversation. So, let us so the 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 delightful second bit, I'm I'm still struggling to come up with a name for this section of the show. Okay. I've been doing this a year and I still can't figure out what I'm going to I'd say fun stuff, and I say this every single time, it's the fun stuff, but that completely negates the conversation that we just had.
1: As if it wasn't also fun stuff? Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I don't have answers right now. I'm not okay. good with that.
0: Well, going think doing, on it. <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to be sorting the characters into Hogwarts houses. I'm so happy. Because Casey is also a big Harry Potter fan, mm-hmm. which is great. I accidentally did this with somebody who's not a Harry Potter yeah.
1: fan. That they, like, never even watched it or read it. They,
0: like, knew it, but, like, they weren't, like, a huge fan. And I was like, oh, no, I picked the wrong
1: thing. I, like, forget that there are people who don't know Harry Potter. And I'm like, what?
0: <laughs> I forget there are people that don't know Harry Potter that are, like, our age.
1: Yeah. I'm like, even if you were never obsessed or whatever, like, you you don't even, like, understand what the four houses are. Like, I don't I don't get it.
0: it. <laughs> I don't get it. People that are older than us, I get it. Like, that's fine. Like, if you are, if no, you're not. No, there's no excuse. If you're not a millennial, like, <laughs> That's fine. Like I'm not going to be mad. I'm just going to be disappointed. But if you're a millennial, I'm furious with you.
1: <laughs> Love it.
0: You missed it and you did that on purpose. So let's so let's start. Okay. Rachel Barry.
1: Okay. You know, my first thought for some reason is Gryffindor, but then I also want to say Slytherin.
0: Oh, my gut says Slytherin. Yeah,
1: and I think that's I think my gut, that's my gut. Like Reminding me that it's Slytherin. I mean,
0: ambition is her yes. is her number one thing. Mm-hmm. And she is not afraid to step on next to get there. You're right. She, it is not always the right thing that she is doing. You're like, oh, it's Rachel. It's always
1: the most selfish thing.
0: It is always the most selfish thing because that is who Rachel Berry is.
1: Yeah, so you're right. Slytherin for sure.
0: Will Schuster. Ugh.
1: I don't honestly even know. <laughs> muggle? Yeah, he's a muggle. <laughs> I stand by that. (laughs) I stand by that.
0: Finn.
1: Oh, Finn. I think Finn's... I think Finn is Gryffindor. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say Hufflepuff, but I don't think that's accurate.
0: Yeah, I would say Gryffindor or Hufflepuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the cat. Okay. (laughs) And Kurt.
1: Um... I think Kurt is Gryffindor. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Why do? You, why would you say that?
1: I don't know. I think that Kurt is like unapologetic about who he is, and I just feel like he just does his own thing, and he's brave, and he. I don't know. I just feel Gryffindor in my heart. That's okay. all.
0: <laughs> what I do you think? Would, I guess I would. I would either put him as Gryffindor or. Slytherin because I do see the bravery thing but Slytherin too <laughs> is that he, he has the same sort of ambition that Rachel does
1: he does but I don't think it's as like mean like it's not as self it is sort of self-serving but I just
0: he does think of others when he Yeah, does he's.
1: I don't equate a lot of his character traits as the same as Rachel Berry even though they do kind of end up in the same spot yeah I don't know
0: yeah Quinn for Bray
1: I think Quinn, I think uh, the initial characterization of Quinn uh, would be Slytherin. Yeah. Um, Quinn is one of the weirdest characters on this show because she's not, they didn't really do anything good with her. She's so <laughs> inconsistent. Kind of very inconsistent. So it's kind of hard. But if I'm going off of just season one, yeah, I think I would Slytherin.
0: Yeah. Which is why her and Rachel going up against each other is so contentious and and difficult because they are... The same. Yeah.
1: Or <laughs> and, and they were supposed to be initially.
0: And poor
1: Finn is <laughs> just in the middle. Oh Finn.
0: doughy soft boy. I love him. Who just tries so hard. Mercedes?
1: Uh Mercedes. I keep wanting to say Gryffindor for everyone, but and I hate that about myself. <laughs> because that's the thing. Everyone thinks Gryffindor is like the main house, but I don't know. Well she kind of I don't
0: know. What do you think? She's one of the First, people that I would like confidently say Gryffindor. Okay. Two. Great. Yeah. I'm down. Because she she's definitely not afraid to speak up for other people too and herself.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: And, you know, speak about how unfair things are and do something and point out injustices. Like, why does Rachel get to do everything?
1: That's accurate.
0: <laughs> Tina.
1: Tina is really difficult for me because I feel like they didn't actually – give her any good storylines for a long time. She just yeah. kind of is in the background. Yes. On very unfortunately, because Jenna Ushkowitz is amazing. Yeah. Um
0: That was always my frustration too. Yeah. Is she's a great singer. Yes. And totally underutilized.
1: Completely. Like she was on Broadway too. It's like she has she all was that training. In the yeah. same Spring exactly. Awakening cast Leah as Michelle. Leah Michelle. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs>
1: she's incredible. Tina though I don't know. If we're just going off season one, it's hard. Like, later on, they give her more stuff to do, especially when the other kids graduate.
0: Yeah, because they realized <laughs> that they still needed to stay at the high. We were talking about this before we started recording <laughs> of just, like, the struggles of seasons four through six, which are completely different show, mm-hmm. basically.
1: Uh, yeah, I call it bad fan fiction. <laughs>
0: The fanfiction that did come out during that period was very good. Oh though. yeah, there's
1: amazing fanfiction. some great fanfiction that fan was fiction. much better than the show.
0: <laughs> much better, much better.
1: Um, what would you say though for Tina?
0: <sighs> it's it is very hard because her her prominent storyline in season one was her coming clean to Artie about lying about her stutter, which is a terrible storyline. Yeah. And I would almost, I would almost put her in Ravenclaw because I, yeah. she's kind of a shy weirdo, and we love shy weirdos in Ravenclaw. Yeah.
1: No, I agree.
0: So I agree. And even though in later seasons she, there's like Tina's a huge bitch, and it's like yeah, kind <laughs> of.
1: I would be too if I was <laughs> Tina. <laughs> I just the saying.
0: Oh, uh, I would be so mad. Be so mad that this is the. This is the straw that I drew.
1: One of my favorite things. I'm allowed to talk about storylines in the later seasons. I
0: mean, at this point,
1: <laughs> there they did an episode where the whole thing was basically about Tina never getting to be Rachel, and then she like hits her head, and they all switch places in her dream. So
0: good, remember that?
1: And but the whole like the whole point of that episode was like, oh, like Tina, next year, like you're going to be the lead because we're all graduating, and then. In season four, she's not the lead. Like they bring in all these new kids, and she's still in the background. And I'm like, what was the point of that? Ah, uh,
0: it's just ridiculous. Anyways, so ridiculous. Well, and on top of that, they not only brought in all of these new kids, but they were like, and Darren Chris is now the star yes. of the show. Like, yes,
1: it's very obvious that Ryan Murphy loves Darren Chris. Yeah, and I know you love Darren Chris, so I won't say any more words. <laughs>
0: I you I mean you can drag any no, aspect. I like
1: Darren, I like Blaine. It's just really obvious that so did Ryan Murphy,
0: oh, <laughs> I will agree with you, one hundred percent. it is very obvious that he loves Darren Chris, I mean he keeps employing Darren Chris in oh, yeah. all of his things. It's very clear that Ryan Murphy also has a type, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people like making jokes of like they they put like all five like like five male like white male leads of american horror story like all <laughs> together and they're like it's like you know and they want to say that you know that like black people all look the same but like all of these white guys all look the same and like they're all from the same show because ryan murphy has a type
1: yep amazing
0: <laughs> we're like that's it's like we're agree we agree with you but it's also an indictment of ryan murphy yep but yes oh, i man, i never. love darren chris i love blaine who's your favorite character
1: um. Okay. If you asked me this like seven years ago, when I watched the show, it would have been a completely different answer. But when rewatching the show, my favorite character is Santana.
0: Oh. Yes. Interesting. Why? I don't think I. I was not anticipating that as your answer.
1: I know it's weird because I would have never said that when I watched the show when it aired.
0: Yeah. What is it about the rewatch that made you identify with her?
1: Um. I just she was someone I never paid attention to, and then when I rewatched it, I just really appreciated what they did with her, at least in, at least through season three afterwards. Like, I don't even know what happened. But um, also because I think Naya is really good at acting, and I just, like, everything Santana went through in seasons, the end of two and three, with, like, coming out and being outed and, like, all that stuff, yeah. um, was really well done for Glee. <laughs> uh, and I don't know, and she's just funny. Like, I generally don't like the, like, mean – The mean characters who like hate on everyone, but in my like, I've come to appreciate that sometimes you need that kind of relief in in a scene or in a show. I don't know. I don't have a really good answer. I just really love Santana the second time around.
0: Who was your favorite character the first time around?
1: My favorite character the first time around probably was Finn. (laughs) I (laughs) I used to think I was straight, so. I mean,
0: <laughs> funny how that changes, too. I know.
1: Well, and it's funny because when I watched it initially, like, I, I've i never liked Quinn as a character because she's, like, a weird character that's, like – Inconsistent. Very inconsistent. But I always loved Diana, who plays Quinn, like, really obsessed with her. So, like, I <laughs> – it's funny to me to try to think about, like, favorite characters because I was – I loved the show as a whole and then I had, like the like, the actors that I loved. But that didn't, like, the actors I love didn't always necessarily mean I love their characters. Yeah. But, yeah. But this time around, I was able to preci- appreciate other characters more, like Santana. Yeah. yeah. Who I love. Santana's
0: arc, honestly, through the whole show is pretty good.
1: That's true. Yeah, that's true.
0: Her character gets to date Demi Lovato. I know. In her later seasons. Which,
1: who also was never on the show enough.
0: No. <laughs> like Yeah. They could
1: have used her much better. Yeah,
0: her and Adam Lambert.
1: Yeah, oh my god, I love Adam Lambert.
0: I was like you want to talk about underutilization. He's like amazing. we get that they're probably expensive for you guys to pay for <laughs> to get on the show. But really But
1: like why yeah, why do it if you're not gonna do it, right? Yeah,
0: come on now. But, come on, Glee. We know. <laughs> come we're, on, Glee. We know you've already set us up for a lot of disappointment, <laughs> but like we're very used to being disappointed as fans. But uh, yeah. come on. Mm-hmm. Come on. I love it. It's yeah. I I'd be interested to see who my favorite character is through if you a rewatch. It now, yeah,
1: you should watch it. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun in like a soul crushing way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just,
0: <laughs> I just uh, yeah yeah Kurt was my favorite, and then I obviously just I loved. That's Blaine. Totally
1: fair. Yeah, I mean I totally understand that.
0: Even though Blaine was also turned into a very inconsistent character. Hmm. Which is very weird, given how much the show loved him. But also- I, they
1: all were pretty inconsistent, more this or is less. Also true. You know who this else I loved true. was Sam Sam Evans, season two. Sam Evans, Precious Trouty little mouth. Baby, <laughs> Trouty Mouth, Precious Baby. When he sings Justin Bieber, I die. <laughs> I die. Oh. Uh. But then oh. they made him really stupid later on, so
0: they made him real dumb. I just dumb. ignored that. They made him real, <laughs> d- like we thought Finn was pretty dumb. <laughs> yeah, but Sam somehow was dumber.
1: Yeah, but that all that was season four, so it's fake news. It's fake news. <laughs> it's fake. News.
0: Yeah, just uh, this show. This, I love show. It. this sloppy, sloppy show.
1: I love it. Just- <laughs>
0: Oh, chaos. Okay, so let's do the 30-second pitch. Mm, yes. So Casey's going to have 30 seconds to pitch a show that she thinks that all of y'all should be watching. I will let you say what the title of that show is. I will count you down. You will have 30 seconds to tell the people.
1: This is really stressful.
0: It is very stressful Okay. what they should be watching. What is the name of the show?
1: Legends of Tomorrow.
0: Okay. In three, two, one. Go.
1: legends of tomorrow is one of the shows on the cw in the Arrowverse, and you should be watching it because it's really can't be like glee but it's kind of amazing in the way that glee never could be <laughs> um there's time travel there's sci-fi there's badass women there's queer women there's people of color it's absolutely incredible um you should just watch it right now i have nothing else to say
0: <laughs> and that's under 30 seconds
1: look at that <laughs> i'm very bad at pitching things
0: but that's, I mean, I made it hard too. <laughs> I purposely made it 30 seconds because it's difficult. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. fantastic.
1: Yeah. Great. That's what I got.
0: Well, Casey, thank you for coming on the show and thank talking you for about having me. Glee with me. I will
1: talk about Glee every day <laughs> of my life.
0: <laughs> thank you everybody for listening. Casey, is there anywhere where the people can follow you on social media? Do you have any projects or anything coming up?
1: Um, I mostly am just trying to, Work on Grace and Frankie and catch up at work, but people can follow me on Twitter if they want. It's um, at Hendrika eighty three. It's H E N D R I K A eighty three. Cool,
0: yeah, fantastic. And watch Grace and Frankie. Yeah,
1: watch Grace and Frankie. It's a, a fun show. It's amazing. I mean, I am a very, very, very small part of it, the machine, <laughs> but it's great. It's a really good group of people making the show too.
0: Yeah, I would, I would say my I season four was incredible and
1: yeah I'm, that was my first season on the show yeah i loved I,
0: it. it. it's so great so great so you can follow me on facebook twitter and instagram at jack loves tv i don't have anything coming up necessarily and then usually i do as soon as i <laughs> am done recording this mm-hmm. <laughs> but i want to thank my producer christian for everything he does and i'm part of the Zeitheist network and i will talk to you all next week bye